here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. On SENSA, you're listening to The Sandful Show. For Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians. The Host Plus Sandful League is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes? Nothing beats it. Oh yes, spot on. In terms of Host Plus, an industry super sun for all Australians. So get around the good guys at Host Plus doing some fantastic things. Been a very big show. We spoke to Paul Bonza as well. I uh, spoke to Rory Lehman from the Eagles. Now it's time to chat to an absolute star of the competition. He's a McGarry medalist uh, from the Glenelg Football Club. His name is Luke Partington. Pardo, g'day to you. Hello, fellas. How you going? Going very well, thanks, mate. Thanks for the chat this afternoon. Um, mate, you just uh, come off the bye. What'd you get up to? Yeah, well, I enjoyed a weekend off and um, just chilled out and actually went to the, the Crows game on um, Saturday night and they, they played well. But other than that, just relaxed. I uh, had a concussion um, you know, a few weeks ago. So, um, yeah, just resting up and, and gearing up for this weekend. I'm excited about this one, uh, chatting to Luke, because uh, Luke may not even know this, but I've been chatting about Luke for the better part of 13 or 14 years. I remember a uh, a bloke by the name of Payson Murphy, which that name will ring the bell of Luke Partington, I'm sure, coming on uh, another radio station that I was on at the time saying, look out for this kid, Luke Partington. It was all about Jay Shannon back then from Tumby Bay. And then this kid, Luke Partington, came on the scene and did great things. Uh, your time in Tumby Bay, mate, it was it was dominated by Jay Shannon, but to have two players of that quality come through at roughly the same time is a rare thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Pacer, you know, he's done a lot of great things for you know, Tumby Bay and Amp Peninsula footy. And, um, yeah, I actually was fortunate enough to play a game of league footy against Jay when he was at North and I was at Norwood, so... Um, yeah, obviously he could seriously play the game. Won a male medal at 16 as a you know, still a, a colt um, playing under 16 as well. And won a male medal, so yeah, he could seriously play the game. Mate, some of the uh, other notable alumni from Tumby Bay. Who are some of the good footballers that come to mind? We had uh, Michael Coates yeah. from mm, yep. Tumby Bay, um, Michael Curtis, um, both spurt players. Um, and and before that, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. We had Roger Dunn, who's a um, yeah, he's a very great player from Sturt, won a, a few premierships there um, in the '60s, and um, yeah. So for a, for a small little country town, we, we do a lot for ourselves. I'll tell you one who's adopted Tummy Bay, who doesn't necessarily come from there, but just up the road, big tractor prime from Norwood. Back go back to oh, the '90s. Yes. He's uh, I think yes, the, the so. leading goal kicker in country footy, isn't he? Yeah, sorry, I forgot about Big Tucker. Yeah, he's played at, at Tumby for... Yeah, we still haven't kicked in the bay guys. He's been playing for the last 15 years. But, yeah, well, he, he won a leading goal kicking one year in Sample and, and then returned back home. So, um, yeah, it's, I guess he's obviously the the best goal kicker in country footy for a long time. And But it could have been interesting if he hung around Adelaide for a bit longer if he could kick a whole heap of goals in Sample. Gee, it's a gorgeous part of the world. Do you get home much? Uh, yeah, yeah, every now and then, uh, a few weekends when we get a weekend off footy and, um, get back always over Christmas for a couple of weeks, but, um, yeah, got, got lots of close friends and all my, most of my family back there. So, um, yeah, always nice to get back and, and relax for a few days. 
Mate, I could talk about the EP all day. It's my home patch as well, but I want to talk about the yeah. bays because uh, I guess if you're going to be from the EP, you might as well be down uh, there at Little Roll Stadium. Have I got the name of the stadiums right? How am I going, Hazy? Uh, it's ACH. ACH, is it now? ACH I'll stuff now. that one up. Might uh, have, we might have to yeah. edit that bit, that bit out there, Pardo. We don't want to get anyone upset. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. We, we better get it right with the sponsors. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, not far away from the water there either at the Bay Oval. And, and they come out, the faithful, at the Bay Oval. Their supporters are as passionate as anyone in the Sandful, mate. They love watching you guys play. And you've just been quietly going about your business. Uh, we've been talking on this program probably for the last few weeks now about who the, the favourites are to win the competition. And everyone, for whatever reason, just doesn't have Glenelg in their favourites to win the comp right now. And I find that bizarre. Does that sit well with you, Pardo, being somewhat of an underdog? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, we're in a really good position and we've got um, three really important games coming up, um, you know, to finish the season. And, you know, we can... We can finish top of the ladder, so if we can hit our best form um, leading into finals, you know, it's, it's right there for us. But, I mean, we're, we're not too worried about, you know, where other people there as long as we're doing what we need to do and we've got ourselves into a position to, uh, yeah, have an impact later on in the year. So uh, I guess we'll, we'll see what happens in, in a couple of weeks' time when, when, you know, we get through these last three games. Jeez, you're not easing back into the season, are you, up against North Adelaide? Uh, looking forward to this matchup. I mean, how have you assessed their form? They're sitting on, on top of the ladder. Is, I mean, I, I don't know what sort of answer we're going to get here, but is that where they deserve to be, do you think? Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's such a close competition, as you know. And, um, you know, North have lost a few. We've, we've lost a few. We got belted, you know, two weeks in a row. And, um, you know, Sturt got, got beaten on it. Well, a few times, so it's such an even, even competition. And if you're not at your best, you know, uh, and the opposition are, you can get to put to the sword a little bit. So, um, yeah, uh, it, it's so even. And, and um, at the moment, you know, top spot could also miss out on the top five. So where we're sitting at the moment. So um, yeah, it'll be a, a tough finish to the end and a big game against North Adelaide this weekend. So we're looking forward to it down at down at the bay and. Um, yeah, hopefully we can we can have a good game. Mate, you've won the uh, the Sandfuls' biggest honour before, or individual honour, the McGarry Medal, and uh, we've talked a lot about who we think might win the McGarry this year as well. Um, obviously, Riley Knight from the Eagles is pretty well up there, but any Snook just alongside of you, you've seen him firsthand. Is he a chance to poll all right come McGarry night? Do you think? Yeah, well, he's, he's come second by not much the last two years, so. Um, he, I expect him to be right up there. You know, he just he just plays his role so well. He's in and under and, and gets his hands on the footy so often and, and just consistently putting his name up there. You know, not every week will he get votes, but he's giving himself every opportunity to get the votes. So, um, yeah, I'm expecting him to be right up there. He's had another good season, so I guess we'll wait and see what happens. Yeah, we will wait and see what happens. But part of this, that you'll steal some votes off him as well. Uh, proven vote getter, and uh, probably almost at least for one season could have had another McGarry medal around your neck. Uh, mate, you mentioned before that you're recovering from a concussion. Uh, take us through that, and also on top of that, just the attitude uh, from a sample's perspective on how they deal with concussions now. Yeah, it was, it was just a little knock, just running into one of my teammates. Um, we clashed heads and, and we weren't looking, and um, yeah, it knocked me around a little bit, so certainly needed the week off and, and then the buy as well following that. So it's been, it'll be three weeks between games so I can rest up well. And yeah, I mean, we've got the 12-day protocol, which I think is great. 
um, I think if you get a concussion, just wiping out that following week is a great strategy, which the Sanford have implemented from the AFL and just takes the pressure off players, you know, trying to play um, that following week. I think that's super important. So, um, yeah, we've, we've got some good steps in place to, to look after players in the Sanford at the moment. Have you had many concussions before, Pardo, uh, in terms of, um, you know, not just in the Sanford, but your AFL career before? And I seem to remember there's been a couple in the past. Do, do they cause you any concern long term? No, well, I actually only had my first one earlier this year um, from memory. So, and then I just got another one. So I've had two this year, and I think that's all I've I've really had um, in you know, in my senior football career. So, yeah, hopefully there's there's not many more to come, and and it doesn't become a long term issue. But I mean, if if you do get a couple more, you start to reassess whether you know it's worth worth playing footy anymore if if it does become an issue so hopefully it doesn't get to that point though hey, just a word as well on maybe your forward line as a whole i just love i love the way that first of all Lockie hosey goes about it he's just he's so exciting he's he um i think you get a feel from what is going on emotionally from him by the way that he plays he celebrates and everything else and then on the other side of that is Liam mcbean who seems so measured and such a, a good guy just to watch um it must be fun kicking it to those boys yeah, yeah, they're, they're two pretty exciting players, and when they're at the best, they're, they're going to be very hard to stop. So hopefully we can uh, yeah, get the best out of those two, and, and Hosey brings such good energy to our side. So when he's at our best, um, our team will be at our best, so hopefully we can get, get him at his um, best form over the next few weeks. Now, you had to play the Crows recently, and um, one of your boys was picked up in the mid-season draft. Now... Can you run us through some of the sledging? Because there was some. There had to have been. Uh, can you run us through some of the sledges that are suitable for radio? Uh, well, no, I didn't actually hear too many. But Come on, Brady Pardo. Sell did, Brady Sell did lay him out. Uh, <laughs> a pretty good one right in the middle of the ground at Glenelg which was good to see. But uh, no sledging. I think, you know, um, Brett's, Brett's a good mate of ours um, from everyone at the club and and we want him to do well. You know, he got drafted as a, as a 26-year-old. And, and we want him playing in the AFL side. So um, to watch him come out in his first game, and he, and he had a pretty good game. And we obviously got belted, but it was good to see him, um, yeah, perform in his first game back. And hopefully before the end of the year, we can see him in the AFL side. Yeah, that'll be nice to see. Man. I, I, I do hear stories of guys when they're playing their old clubs in a situation like this, so of the club giving them... Absolutely nothing, which intimidates you even more. You're sort of waiting for this sledge or this sort of hit. Did you give BT the silent treatment? Uh, yeah, a little bit, but I think you know he he's been drafted. Sort of, he's gone into an AFL environment. And I actually think it's the first time that you know this has happened with a, a player leaving the season and having to come and play against their old club this season. I mean, Luke Sherman. He may come up against Port Adelaide. He may have already done it, but that might be a bit of a different story. But um, yeah, you know, Brett. We want the Brett, the best for Brett. And um, there was a little bit of cheeky banter going on, but yeah, nothing too too major going on there. I appreciate your time this afternoon. Always a pleasure to chat with you. And gee, looking forward to this game against the Roosters this weekend. So, mate, hopefully we can speak to you again very soon. And no doubt Glenelg will make a big impact in the finals. Beautiful. Thanks for having me on, fellas. There you go, Luke Partington. What an absolute star he has been. One of those players that uh, the Sample is lucky to have. So these Very. guys who, if if Luke Partington was playing in the AFL and he was...
clocking up his 150th game or 200th game. Wouldn't be surprised at all. But one of those guys that finds himself playing for Glenelg and we are richer for watching him play. We're very lucky to have a player of that quality, that standard, and being able to pass on his knowledge to the younger boys down at the Bay. And that's why we see them always perennially up there as well. We've talked about that with the Eagles before. Um, similar sort of story down at the Bay, really, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So, look, uh, all in all, um, I, I think Glenelg are as good a chance as anyone. Um, for the, those teams that are still in the shooting game, they've got experience at the business end of the season too. Yes. And we all know how it went grand final day for them last year. So if that didn't smart, uh, then they're not doing it right. Yeah, well, they've got unfinished business. Uh, the way that it all unfolded last year, they'd be sort of sitting back and looking at that was a, an opportunity lost to take no credit away from the Eagles because they are just now uh, finals performers off the back of uh, a couple of interesting years where they could get to the penultimate round but not get the job done. They absolutely know how to do it. They just need to get themselves a ticket. Um, Jace, a bit of a quick look at round 17. Get your thoughts on some of these games. First of all, the Dogs taking on the Red Legs. That's going to be on Saturday at Elizabeth. It two. would be too much of a job for... Um, dogs are going pretty well, but nor to Red Hot. Two relatively informed teams uh, when we talk about the Dogs there. But, I mean, the, uh, the Red Legs should be too strong. Love that midfield battle, though. And looking forward to the ruck battle. If big Billy McCormack's uh, in any sort of nick, that'll be a ripper. Absolutely. West Adelaide taking on South Adelaide. Uh, West Adelaide have been threatening for a long time to get a win. They finally got their win against Port Adelaide a few weeks ago when they were seriously undermanned, but... South Adelaide for me, even though it's at High Sense Stadium. Should be a South game, but as a South supporter of many years, these are the sort of games we lose. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, for your other supporters, your other mates, hopefully uh, that trend doesn't continue. This is the game of the round quite easily. This is 1v2. Uh, Glenel taking on North Adelaide. That's going to be at ACH Group Stadium. Gee, I don't know which way to go with this. I mean, you probably think, well, North Adelaide are the top side for a reason. It's only a percentage that separates the two, and it's a fortress down at Glenelg as well. It's going to be a ripper. It will be. Um, again, you talk about the midfield battle, and that's where games are won and lost, we know. But, look, I love Glenelg's forward line. Um, that said, I love the Roosters' defence as well, and I reckon that there's going to be a host of matchups there worth paying the price of admission. I've, just, I've seen North Adelaide a couple of times this year, and... If they're not the best team in the competition, they're very close to it. I'm going to tip the Roosters just. Just. Close game, no doubt. Uh, next one, Sturt taking on Port Adelaide. Uh, that's happening at Unley, so that's on Saturday afternoon as well. Uh, like we say every week, it's going to depend on who plays for Port Adelaide. We just sort of wonder, and as it stands today, we'll get the teams tomorrow for the AFL side, but does Bryn will go back into the AFL side I um, mean, does Orazio Fantasia go in or does he play again in the sample? So some big questions and big decisions to be made there. But maybe even either way, I'm probably going with Sturt, given it's at Unley as well. Yeah, I think Sturt. Uh, they've got a, a probably more to play for, as silly as that sounds. I mean, the AFL side's out of the running as well. So those those guys that are coming back through uh, as part of the Magpies there, what exactly are they playing for? Not to get injured, another contract? Yeah, uh, I think Sturt. Mm. Last game of the round, Eagles taking on the Crows. That is happening on Sunday. That's going to be, obviously, at Woodville Oval. Um, Eagles, for me, just to keep their season alive, they're too much of a, a champion outfit with so many consistent players, so well coached, to drop any of these games that they should win. And I know, technically, the Crows were going as favourites because they're above them on the ladder. But once again, we sit here and we wonder what happens with AFL selection. Well, we do. And I'll tell you what, if you go back and you track the Crows' performances and they're really bad ones this year in the SNFL... Uh, there's been probably three of them that I can remember. They've all fallen on senior side away games. 
And where are they going this week? They're heading to Perth. So with that said, the Eagles for me. So meaning that they could take some emergencies along extended squad. Yes. The boys. Yeah, and they will definitely do that to Perth. Mm. So uh, given Optus Stadium, we know they'll have a light captain's run there and who knows who goes down on that surface. So... Um, yeah, they'll, they'll take a few over there with them. So the Eagles for me. All right, footy's back. Round 17, uh, ahead of two more rounds, 18 and 19, before we start getting into the finals. Um, your little debut as well, Jace. Good it's been work. been a lot of fun. Uh, I've enjoyed it. Uh, it's uh, different on this side of the glass, I'd tell you. <laughs> uh, but uh, look, it, it's always great to talk South Australian footy. The SNFL, I think, is... Well, it is. It's the premier competition outside of the AFL. We love watching it. I love getting to it. Uh, I love seeing some of the stars run around, and we'll be doing the same again this weekend, mate. All right. Um, we'll do it uh, all again this time next week as well, so tune in for that. This has been The Sample Show. Thanks to Host Plus and Industry Superfund for all Australians. If you get an opportunity, go out, catch some local footy. Enjoy. Have a great weekend. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.